Hello, welcome back to the stars made me do it. You are our stars. You're making us do it. We're so excited. We're getting back <laughs> into the nodes. Uh, we've got both Mimi and Sierra here, of course, as usual. Um, and we're going to get into the nodes, which we have done an episode back with OG host Tara and Sierra. They did one. Um, but I've received so many messages over the last couple of years of like, do you have a node episode? So I figured let's refresh it. Let's talk about nodes again now that we've grown up a little, now that we're a little more mature in our astrology practice. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Also, for the record, I am sick. And so if I sound nasally, <laughs> yeah. if you're here for the first time, this is not totally my normal voice. And um, <laughs> and like the true Capricorn stellium that I am, we're powering through. We're powering yeah. through. But yeah, so Tara and I did an episode on the nodes and it was very basic. It was like a, it was an overview and it was still in the phase of like, this is, you know, this is our hobby and we're sharing what we're learning with everybody. But that was, that was then and this is now. And now it's like, hey, like Mimi and I are legit astrologers for a living and so let's talk about <laughs> let's talk yeah. about the nodes with some actual you know uh just deep diving and we use them so much in our everyday life you know when we're doing readings for other people and conversations and like looking at transits and everything so yeah we're gonna do a revamp of the nodes and i'm excited about it but before we get into it Make sure that you check us out over on our socials. We are at the Stars Maybe Podcast on Instagram and on TikTok. And check us out on Patreon if you are looking at transits, if you want to know what's happening with the astrology, whether in real time, we have an exclusive podcast over on Patreon where every week we give you an astrology weather report for what's coming up the week ahead. We relate it to ourselves, to our patrons, and you know it's a great place to connect. We have a Discord over there on just the first tier where everybody yeah. is chatting about all different astrology topics. It's a really great time. We've got a great community, so check us out. It's patreon.com slash the stars made us. Nope, nope, nope. Patreon.com <laughs> slash the stars made me do it. <laughs> What's the name of this podcast again? <laughs> yeah, it's a great little spot. You get early access to all these episodes. So if you're listening on the day this comes out, it actually came out five days ago over on Patreon. It's literally only $3 a month. Or if you want access to all the exclusive episodes, it's maximum $9 a month. And you can do a free trial. So it's pretty bomb. It's a good space. It is a good space. And, you know, there's we're constantly referring to the nodes in like present, yeah. present transits. And so the thing that we're going to get into, you know, we're going to get into what even are the nodes? Do you even node what they are? <laughs> Love that. Love that. And um, <laughs> but you have them in your personal chart when you were born and then the nodes are constantly shifting in real time and affecting us you know globally personally so yeah let's get into it what even are the nodes yeah and the nodes also i would say are up there with chiron in points that i deem just as important as the 10 planets you know Absolutely, like i know yes. that we at the inner circle of astrology are these 10 planets or even just the seven visible planets for a lot of astrologers. But definitely I expand it out to the nodes in Chiron when I'm doing a, a chart reading of any sort. I do include the nodes in Chiron because the nodes are very commonly used in evolutionary astrology, which is an astrology that I very much am interested in. It's related to the soul's journey and it's all about kind of the karmic journey of our soul throughout this lifetime and many more lifetimes. Yeah, it it's we'll get into it. But, you know, the North Node is where we're headed and the South Node is where we've been. And mm -hmm. so much it's so often like, you know, what's my purpose in life? And then it's like, oh, well, let's look at your notes. <laughs> like that's yes, that's where we look. Yeah. And a really common question I get is like, what's my purpose in life? What am I supposed to do with my career? And I'm like, okay, which one of those questions do you want me to answer? Because I think a lot of people a lot less now. I think post-COVID world is definitely separating purpose and career. Yeah. Um, we're realizing that work doesn't have to be all of our life's purpose. For yeah. some, it certainly can be. But the North Node, which is about where we're headed, what we're hoping to achieve in this lifetime or what we're trying to kind of get to the goal in this lifetime is not always going to be reflected in your work life. If you have the North Node in the 10th house, then yeah, your career is really supporting your soul's journey 
journey to evolve into whatever version of itself it's supposed to be. But for example, my south node is in the 10th house. My north node is in the fourth house because they're always going to be opposite to each other. Um, so for me, my purpose has a lot more to do with my inner world, my home and family life, my emotional well-being. It actually has nothing to do with career. Yeah. And like a little just background on node theory I'm in general from Cafe Astrology. We have that the theory behind the nodes of the moon, the north node and the south node, suggests that we all come into this world with some underdeveloped and overdeveloped aspects of our character. The nodes of the moon point us to these specific qualities. The south node suggests our overdeveloped character traits that are easy for us to fall back on, but that may undermine our lives if we hold on to these traits for security, while the north node suggests these qualities that we need to develop in order to find inner balance. And like Mimi said, they will always be opposite one another. So. Uh, Mimi mentioned that your north node being in Scorpio. So that means that your south node is the opposite side of Taurus. My mm -hmm. north node is in Capricorn, meaning that my south node is in Cancer. And so yeah. you'll always have it exactly opposite, the exact opposite or the same degree exactly opposite from that one. And, and it is like, you know, so Cafe Astrology said these overdeveloped and underdeveloped aspects of our character. And, you know, a huge part of the nodes really in my practice of astrology and just philosophies on life really deal with past life as well mm -hmm. and present life and i also see that you know overdeveloped meaning i've already done that and i've already succeeded in it so it's really comfy for me but it's also not challenging me and it's not helping me gain anything new and then that north node, which is the underdeveloped, is this is really challenging, but also like really freaking satisfying when I put in the work to do yeah. it. And then it leads me to where I really do want to be going, even if it was comfy and safe to stay where I was. You know, that feeling of like stagnation and just like kind of like being bored because something is, you know, quote unquote, easy or too comfortable. And then we often are like, well, it's nice and comfy and, and not too challenging over here. But you know what I really would want to do and it would be hard but it would feel so good as if I did blank. That's when we lean into that North Node energy. It's really interesting that you said like the South Node not helping you gain anything new because I find that in my like personal experience that hasn't been the case. I think that the South Node you can use as an asset in order to achieve the opposite because when we look at you know the zodiacal axes like Taurus and Scorpio yes they're opposite but they're actually operating on the same spectrum right they're still yeah, operating yeah, yeah. on the same middle cog there they're just dealing with it in very different ways and so I have found and I, it took me a long time because my south node is in Taurus which is a sign that I do have many placements in and I'm very you know, I want to lean into my natal placements, but then the South Node is like, no, you shouldn't be leaning into those. So there's been a little bit of juxtaposition there of like, am I supposed to lean in or not? But I have found that by, by tapping into what I know gives me a sense of security, it actually helps me gain a safety to explore that North Node in Scorpio. So instead of you know, seeing the South Node as I have to leave this behind, it's not going to help me, it's not going to serve me, use it as an asset, but don't use it as a as a crutch, right? That's not where we're supposed to be putting all of our eggs. Yeah, no, I love that reframing of it, because it's not that you should ignore it. It's not that you should uh, never lean into any of those energies, but it is that crutch, like you said, that I think we can often find ourselves using because it's comfortable. And, you know, yeah. with my South Node being in Cancer, I, you know, I there's a version of my life where I could have stayed in the United States, just taken over my dad's business and had a nice, like comfy life surrounded by family, taking care of, you know, all the things and just not really having to go out there on my own. And then there's my North Node in Capricorn that's like, but I want to be my own business owner, but I want to go and be the boss. You know, I don't want to just follow something, even though it's really nice when I come home and everybody takes care of me and mm -hmm. I get to just be surrounded by all that, you know, like that. But at the same time, my dad's a business owner and my dad, which is family member, very, you know, that cancer energy can help me with 
pushing me into, you know, I can use like the, like the knowledge and the skills and the support. I, oh my gosh, the support of my family that helps me in mm -hmm. my, you know, pushing me into my Capricorn North node and, and following my dreams and my business. That is absolutely thanks to it. Like you said that, that, you know, South node energy that I have, but then it's, I guess it's a reminder in my example there of it wouldn't be uh, personally fulfilling for me to, you know, have, I guess, taken the quote unquote easy path. And, but all of those qualities there can absolutely help push me in the direction of my North node for sure. I, I do agree with that. Yeah, that is, that's a really interesting take on your, on your South node, because even when talking about the South node in cancer, you bring up business and stuff. And that, I think it makes sense um, in my brain because it's eighth house, right? So like mm -hmm. inheriting um, a family member's legacy, basically. Yeah. And instead of like letting yourself just surrender to that, there's a drive to be you know, Capricorn second house to be in charge of your personal finances and to be in charge of the way that you access your resources as an independent, as a boss. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so we also have just a reminder again from cafe astrology that this isn't like a planet, your nodes, mm -hmm. it's not a planet. It's a, it's a point. And so we have uh, to quote from Cafe Astrology, they are not planetary bodies, rather they are points that take into account the relationship between the sun, moon, and earth at the time of our birth. And also yeah. a big thing to keep in mind is that the nodes are always moving backwards. So this is the only point that is in retrograde as their normal direction that they're moving in. And so, yeah. you know, I am a 29 degree north node in capricorn meaning that i am actually the first moment of it because they were moving mm -hmm. backwards and so when it regressed from aquarius back into capricorn so had i been born a few days earlier i actually would have been a north node in aquarius but they are always in a retrograde motion and so that's why um that you'll see that in the current transits they will be going from that 29 degrees back to the zero degrees yeah I really tried y'all, you know, that like I'm a math brain and I really, really tried to find a way to simply explain what the nodes are um, because they're basically just an axis of the moon. They're, it's like if there are a pole through the center of the moon and it's where those ends of the poles are placed in the zodiac related to Earth. I mean, it is not simple. And I personally don't fully comprehend on a scientific level so i didn't want to relay information incorrectly but that's yeah. that's the gist of it yeah yeah and again so we have the north node showing us the direction that is fulfilling and our you know life path like mumi said doesn't have to be related to your career but it certainly can be and that south node if you think of just the shape of them which you know check out this artwork or check out your chart the north node it's like a curved horseshoe and then mm -hmm. the south node is almost it's it's the same shape like it's just flipped upside down but it's like a cup yeah. and so i always think of the north node as the compass pointing north mm. the way you're supposed to go and the south note as a cup holding all of your memories and your skills and experiences exactly yeah. from you know past lives and and the things that that are already full and so yeah the, and they are things that i do think we find ourselves natural natural abilities or natural ease mm -hmm. And, and in that way, like you said, we can pull on or it's those. like guidance that's pulling you. It's like invisible guidance that's pulling you towards um, like outside of your comfort zone. Mm. There's like a sense of bravery and courage that comes with, you know, following your North Node because it's so unlike what you're so comfortable with with South Node. I read something that said North Node is like using your non-dominant hand and the South Node is like using your dominant hand. You can oh, train. Oh, I love that. Right? You can train your non-dominant hand to do what the dominant hand does, but it it takes work and it takes dedication. 
And it's very often frustrating in the way of, but I can already do this with my right hand. So why am I going to try yeah. to do it with my left hand or whatever your dominant hand is? But yeah. then you have things like, you know, like pianists and um, mm -hmm. I don't know, like other, I'm, I'm trying to think of other things that were, that would be really useful. But then you're like, wow, I am, I am equally balanced and powerful on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So let's touch on the topic of true node versus mean node, because this is something that I get asked a lot if I use true node or, or mean node, which if I'm honest, I didn't know which one I used. I just used the one that um, time passages sponsor us, please. We love you gives automatically. So we use true node. So true node is where the north node is in that exact moment. It is very precise and it is true to where the node is. The mean node is the average of where the north node is located based off of its movements, which brings me to the point that while the nodes are naturally moving backwards through the zodiac, sometimes they wiggle back and forth and actually go what we would call direct, and then they move back you know, into their natural state of going backwards. So the mean node calculates the average of where the north node is based off of that wiggle room. So it doesn't usually vary by more than a degree or two. Um, actually, for us, it's funny because it does vary by two degrees. My, my mean node changes from 23 degrees of Scorpio to 25 degrees of Scorpio. But for Sierra, it's much more dramatic where your true node is 29 degrees of Capricorn. Your mean node is one degree of Aquarius. Man, I mean, I accept, you know, I'll take it. <laughs> cool, 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 yeah. So just something to look at if you're, you know, looking at exploring your nodes and you've never looked at the mean node before, you've never looked at the true node. Personally, I love the idea of true node because it's it's obviously true to the moment you were born, right? It's like, this yeah. is exactly where it was. It's like, oh, the sun was between zero and five degrees when you were born. It's like, no, I want to know exactly what degree it is. It's going to give me more, um, more accuracy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sticking with my true node 29 degree yeah. Capricorn. And I also love that go back if you are interested and listen to our whole sign versus Placidus episode, if you want to learn about the different housing systems, mm. but I am a Placidus. Well, just two housing systems. There are so many, but we just talk about yes. whole sign and Placidus in that episode, but it's a good yes. one. Go check it out. It is a good one. And those, I would say, at least in the majority of listeners for this podcast, those are the, the yeah. majority are, are either using Placidus or Whole Sign. And for my Placidus, I have my both Placidus and Whole Sign. My North Node is in 29 degrees Capricorn second house. And yeah. I love that. That's one thing that doesn't change because depending on which system I use, my chart changes dramatically. And there's a couple points that stay the same and the major one is my nodes axis is that no yeah. matter what it's capricorn second house and so i just really enjoy that but also see if your nodes do change because it might give you um i don't know a little bit more of a variety of of where you're leaning towards and kind yeah. of open that up i just feel like way. why use an estimate when you can have an accurate yeah reading yeah, but I might be missing some stuff. So if you know more stuff about the mean node than what I've said, please feel free to reach out and let me know. Yeah. Yep. Well, let's just again, quick overview before we go deeper into the nodes, the different axes and the node cycle. We're starting with the south node because you think of that being that comfortable area. So it can be insecurity but often natural success and we have already mastered mm. these qualities in our previous lifetimes and they can be thought of as that cup holding all of our past memories and abilities like it's the good and the bad it's it's all of it it's you know or it doesn't have to be necessarily thought of as the bad but it's an overall memory yeah. holder for you with your south node in cancer and in the eighth house, those are such watery placements. How do you feel like that's an often natural success for you in your in your life now? I mean, I think about like once upon a time, fourth grade teacher me, you know, having that, I mean, the cancer energy of just, you know, cancers are so intuitive. Cancers are natural nurturers 
and, you know, have like the, it feels very, you know, picking up on people's emotions. I can pick up on people's emotions, you know, mm -hmm. very quickly and without having to try. And mm -hmm. also am that person who is making sure that the group's taken care of, that my, my people are taken care of when it was my students, that they are, it was more than just teaching the curriculum, which I know is most teachers, but, you know, I had some really um, like some students with some really um, tough situations. And I really just naturally without really trying to do it and trying to do it, like was I was made a figure for them, for. made them feel cared for and was a really, um, you know, positive and loving and nurturing adult figure in their lives. And so mm -hmm. that's something that I've definitely seen it come across as. And I, I do have people in my life who reach out in that, you know, I just want to tell you about this, how you kind of, you know, in the, mm -hmm. you know, typical, like call your mom energy. <laughs> like I definitely yeah. do feel like Aww. that is very much um, how, how I have always kind of existed, but then there is this, um, you know, push into the more take charge. And uh, it's so interesting how that can support your career, right? Yes. Like the way in which you use your intuition to find financial independence and to provide like resources for yourself in a very business owner way. Yeah. And, and it is also a, in a, and we're saying business owner type way because I've got Capricorn and second house for my North node. But, you know, there is something that I could just feel like this is a good idea and I could feel like everything's going to work out. And, you know, but in, in the, in the quote unquote real world, you have to put your money where your mouth is. You have to, you know, actually go and do something tangible with it. And mm -hmm. so those intuitive hits can help me do that. But I actually have to do the tangible stuff, which is not necessarily comfortable, mm -hmm. but can be, I guess, maybe supported by that, um, that cancer energy. Fascinating. Yeah. So that's just a reminder, too, that you don't have to avoid South Node themes. They can help you access your North Node. It's like if you had a, a great advantage, you're going to use that advantage, right? So take take advantage of it. Yeah. And with that, like, again, we might as well just be talking about the Cancer Capricorn axis right now. But like, <laughs> thinking about, again, that question that you asked about that, that watery, you know, south node with the watery house and, and pushing it forward. And I always remember reading that one thing about a Cancer south node is like a cup of hot chocolate and Capricorn north yeah. node is like a, a cup of black coffee, and how they're just such opposing things. But I think that that, you know, that that south note of that that energy can push you towards the black coffee in a way of being like you know you need the energy but you can also enjoy what you're doing i think that that's part of how that south node can help push into that north node where it's like yeah the black coffee straight up is gonna get you the energy that you need but why not maybe add a little creamer so that you can get the energy and not suffer through it <laughs> And yeah. so this, this is my personal coffee preferences here we're talking about, but like, you know, <laughs> in case anyone ever makes here a cup of coffee, <laughs> just a little bit of milk, just a little bit of milk. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then that North node, you get that sense of purpose and drive and, and movement forward. And, and something that I found as an example for me, when I f knew that I had tapped into my North node was I worked this mystic fair. If you don't know, I, I, do markets and stuff. I sell candles. It's very South Node in Taurus, conjunct yes. midheaven. Like that supports my goal of, you know, the Scorpio North Node in the fourth house. But I did this mystic fair where I had somebody else selling the candles for me. So I was just offering readings. And I find that when I tap in and I'm channeling um, really pure messages from people's guides, I walked away from this one reading during the mystic fair and I literally just got this wave, this sensation of, wow, I'm doing my job. This is my mm -hmm. job, not my physical human job, but my soul's job to help move people through these large emotions and to transform through deep self-reflection and self-honesty, which is extremely Scorpio fourth house. And I also, it's not always related to work, right? Because it's fourth house. It's also very personal. And I find that when I move through deep emotion and that I am very self-reflective and, and sometimes seemingly intense when it comes to my emotional experiences, I feel fulfilled in that I am 
am achieving my my job as this soul in this lifetime. Yeah. Ugh. I love that. But that being said, I mean, I have a lot in the Taurus and Scorpio axis, regardless of my North and South node. So even though I do have my North node in Scorpio, which is typically like out of your comfort zone and a little less obvious for you, I do have other placements in Scorpio that do support me when I am leaning into it. I do have some natural inclinations towards Scorpio fourth house energy and so my north node is just a little extra supported in that way and that can be true of anyone else who finds that their north node is in the same sign as their sun or their mercury or even like a a purposeful angle in your chart you might discover like oh okay it's not going to be that uncomfortable for me to lean into my north node and i think that some people think like feel like if they're leaning into their north no, they have to be uncomfortable. There's a sense of restlessness or like uncertainty. It's okay to feel certain about the direction you're moving in. It doesn't have to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there's a, I think that the word that I really bring to North Note is fulfillment. Mm-hmm. It feels fulfilling to do that as opposed to, like you said, there could be a sureness or even a confidence there depending on what other planets and placements are, are, you know, being played around with and communicated with in your chart. But I think that, you know, that satisfaction of having done the thing or achieved, I mean, of course I'm saying achieved my freaking North Node and Capricorn, but like, you know, (laughs) whatever feels like it's filling your cup and it just feels so satisfying. That mm-hmm. is that North Node energy. Yeah. So let's yeah. talk about the node cycle. We also experience nodal transit. So nodes take about roughly 18 months, a little bit under, it's kind of 16 to 18 months through each sign. Um, currently, as we're recording, the nodes are in Aries and Libra, North Node in Aries, South Node in Libra, which means that collectively we are experiencing this Aries North Node energy. We're really focusing on ourselves, our self-sufficiency, our bravery, our, you know, we'll get into it. Um, But we experience a nodal return every 18 and a half years. So if you're around the ages of 18, 36, 55, or 74, um, or 92, but I don't think we have an audience member that high up, but if we do, reach out in whatever, like literally by snail mail, I would love to talk to you. (laughs) Um, But if you're around any of those ages, you're experiencing your nodal return, which is this time when the current North Node is in the same place as your natal north node and same for the south node being in the same place or conjunct your natal south node. So this is a time when we are really, our sense of purpose is funneled. And I've actually found from people that I've spoken to that this return is a little bit more anxiety inducing than the reverse nodal return, which is when the south node is in the same place as your north node and vice versa. So, for example, I recently went through my reverse nodal return. This happens around the ages of 9, 27, 46, 64, and 83. So if you're within a year of those ages, you're most likely experiencing your reverse nodal return. Um, And I recently experienced it because the north node was in Taurus, which is where my south node is. And the south node was in Scorpio, which is where my north node is. And In comparison to what people that I've spoken to who have experienced their nodal return or were currently experiencing their nodal return, there was almost a sense of things locking into place with the reverse nodal return, with the south and north node communicating to each other. Because there was this, you've got this, you already know what you're doing, here's a way to tap into the collective skill of this Scorpio, and we're going to hand it off to your north node so that you have the tools you need whereas yes. the re- the nodal return is like oh yeah we're all experiencing this discomfort of having to lean into this yes. sign so it's even doubly so for you but there's a sense of purpose and drive during these times during these ages regardless of if it's your return or your reverse return and then there's something called the node squares um, because the nodes are exactly opposite each other. Whenever one node, one transiting node is square your natal node. So for example, say that you have your nodes like Sarah does in Cancer and Capricorn. Currently, the nodes are in Aries and Libra. 
And we know if you've listened to our aspects episode, which go listen to it, um, that cardinal signs will square each other. So this north node in Aries is forming a square to Sierra's north node in Capricorn. And same for the Libra squaring Cancer. This happens at ages 4, 14, 23, 32, 41, 50, 60, 69, 78, 88. This happens more often because you're going to get squares twice as often as you'll get returns. I hope that I'm not losing you guys. And if I am, just skip forward to your signs. <laughs> <laughs> I like fourth grade teacher mode. The nodal return is when your nodes are in the same spot. Reverse nodal return is when they're in opposite spots. And then your nodal squares is when they're halfway between. Mm-hmm. And the nodal square is a time when you feel a push, but you're not quite certain where you're being pushed to but you know that there's some sort of push forward and there's something urging you to keep moving and it can cause a little bit of tension a little bit of friction a little bit of um uncertainty within can relate can relate yeah (laughs) because uh (laughs) i mean you're like where am i supposed to go (laughs) (laughs) the nodes when they moved in like the minute they moved into aries and libra was the moment that they squared my nodes and that's wild to think about because yeah like this i mean i just turned 33 and so this was this past summer when i was still 32 when um or this past spring when this was happening and yeah it definitely felt i had a push and it was a I'm exactly I'm not quite sure what the direction is going to be. But basically, this was the time that I built up my entire website. When Mm. this happened was when I finally made my entire website happen. And it was kind of like, you know what, whatever you're going to do, you're going to need a landing pad for people to find you on for all of your projects. And so Mm -hmm. what you need to do is like get this ready so that wherever it does go, you have a place to direct people. And Now so go check their- it out, sierraautumn.com. Go check out yes. all the things that Sierra does. Thanks. Yeah, and um, uh, candle maker over here, check out Mimi at harveymountain.alchemy but, or harveymountainalchemy.com. But, you know, the reverse nodal return is so interesting. I've had the same exact experience with talking to people who have experienced that reverse nodal return because mm-hmm. it is that north node on your south node, south node on your north node, and it does feel a lot more comfortable. It's almost like a reminder of like, hey, Hey, here are all your qualities. Hey, <laughs> like <laughs> step into it or like believe in it and remember. And then when I've spoken to people who are going through their nodal return, it's like, God damn, I'm really being pushed to, yeah. um, I'm uncomfortable right now. I'm going through a bunch of things that are uncomfortable and I am really being asked to kind of step it up as opposed to being reminded that I have the power to step it up. I'm now I am being asked to do so. Yeah. And I always think of the nodes in relation to Saturn, too, um, because Saturn also deals with karmic life cycles and growth and maturity. And the North Node very much deals with similar themes, maybe in a less um, aggressive or cutthroat way. But we look at like a reverse nodal return that happens at 27. That's right before that your first Saturn return. There's this drive and this push and this final under or this initial understanding of, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, right? That's what 20s are for is learning what it is that like you're doing with your life and learning about who you are. So after that first reverse nodal return, you then have your Saturn return, which is when Saturn is in the same place as your natal Saturn. And you're really learning these lessons about how to be a mature grown-up and then when right before you experience your second Saturn return you experience a nodal return at 55 and your second Saturn return is around 56 to 60 years old so you experience instead of a reverse nodal return you experience a nodal return right before your second Saturn return and this I feel like is just an even stronger locking into place look at what you've achieved in the last 27 years look at what you've been able to grow into and come out of your comfort zone and really feel a sense of fulfillment in your soul's journey you know it's also wild with my i had my reverse nodal return like a couple years ago and it was literally the minute that i decided to go back to school and i know that Mm -hmm. basically i mean it was a moment of stepping into, hey, I, 
I was living in France for the first year and I just, in my discomfort of many things, like kind of like learning a new language, being like very far away from family. And I mean, that makes so much sense, literally <laughs> moving across the world. So leaving that cancer South node behind, you know, and going and doing something on my own, I had this huge desire to go back to school to do something completely different because I remember having like a, a conversation with myself of being over here has made you realize what your strengths are and how you're not mm. able to fully lean into them because of the language barrier and actually communicating with people is something that you really enjoy talking. Hey, what's up podcaster is something that you really enjoy. And, and so, yeah, I went back to school and it was <laughs> such a highlight of what are your strengths and what can yeah. you do about it? And it's just wild that at that time, I've always been into astrology, but I was not looking at it and learning about it the way that right. I am now and reflecting back at when I was 27. And I was like, you know what? I got to do something. I have to learn something new. I have to push myself and, and think of all the qualities that I know that I am good at and that I can develop more. And then, mm -hmm. yeah. And then here we are. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I wish I had had this level of astrology when I was 20. Yeah, right. <laughs> Might have helped I mean, little. I also really got into all of this right after my Saturn's return. And part of me is like, man, if I had known, and part of me is like, I'm fine that I didn't know it, man. I'm yeah. fine. <laughs> you watching me go through my Saturn return Ignorance right now. <laughs> was bliss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. anyways, like, hmm, things are hard for some reason. Moving on. <laughs> yep. Yep. And now I'm like, oh, because I had two Saturn's returns because it went retrograde and direct. Oh, fun. Oh, that's what the, oh, that's what yeah, those two yeah. things were. But anyways, we let's will... get into the nodes through the signs and also the houses. So we're going to go through the nodes in the Aries Libra axis, but it is also related to the first and seventh house axis um, because they have similar themes. So starting with Aries Libra, this is actually where the nodes are right now. So if your natal nodes are on Aries or in Libra, sorry, in Aries or in Libra, you're experiencing either a nodal return or a reverse nodal return in this moment. So you might be relating to some of those themes that we talked about. Um, Aries North Node, as it is currently, is very much about advocating for the self, about feeling strong in your physical body, about only caring for yourself. There's almost a sense of selfishness here. Um, and as there should be, because your South Node in Libra has always been focused on everybody else and on, you know, mediating a room and taking care of everybody else's needs, almost sacrificing the self. So this Aries North Node is much more about taking care of you and prioritizing you. And then on the other side of that, if you've got your North Node in Libra, or your North Node in the seventh house, then there is this, you know, comfortable energy of that Aries energy. And hey, I'm used to taking care of me. I'm used to doing things my way. I'm used to, for, you know, charging ahead, worrying about where I'm going. And now I'm looking towards this Libra energy of let me take into consideration the people around me. And also Aries doesn't, you know, their goal is not peace and mediation. That's not their goal, but that is, that's how, that's how Libra sees the world is they want there to be harmony. Harmony mm -hmm. is what Libra is, you know, always has as a goal and so that harmony and that you know we can it's still a cardinal sign we can go do something but we can do something that satisfies the group we can find a way to keep things balanced we can you know find a way to smooth things over as we go through and do everything and so there is that yeah. um, releasing of it's just about me and leaning into it could be about me and everybody else we could all yeah, do like this. prioritizing relationships in your life instead of maybe that south node in aries falling on your sense of independence as a survival or a coping mechanism libra north node is about embracing that other people can be an asset in your life and that you know you can build up a network of relationships that actually bring you a sense of peace and harmony yeah and that's same for if your nodes are in the first or seventh house 
Yes. And it's actually really interesting if we, the next axis being the Taurus Scorpio axis or the second house, eighth house, because it's really fun thinking about, yeah, that's both of us for both of our nodes. We have them in each other's. Also because my nodes are fourth, 10th and yours are Cancer Capricorn. Exactly. Right? It's like we're aligned on a business adventure or something together. (laughs) 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 Yeah, the Taurus Scorpio axis. I mean, let's talk about the North Node in Taurus versus South Node in Scorpio. This is about release of destroying everything or release of like a need for deep catharsis and transformation and, you know, having to... um, burn something down in order to build it back up which is very scorpio if your south node is in scorpio and it's more about that north node leaning into a sense of security safety reliability um also a south node in scorpio would be letting go of any sort of um hold you have on other people's finances and north node in taurus would be in leaning into your your finances, your personal stability, your personal dependency on oneself. Um, You know, Taurus deals with resources. I mean, this is very much like what we had talked about with your second and eighth house. This is exactly... Yeah, because this is the situation of my south node being in that eighth house, which is associated mm-hmm. with Scorpio energy. And I I am, you know, very fortunate in a way of I could lean on family resources should I need to. But mm-hmm then that is the, you know, more comfortable energy where leaning towards that second house or Taurus energy, which is where my North node is of personal finances and building. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a much more, yeah, it's much more individual and that personal success and structure and the, (laughs) the whole, what you just said, burning it to the ground, um, and like lean into some stability. I mean, your girl's a Sagittarius over here and man, do I love piecing out in every situation. And so it is a reminder of like, you know, you can make a fresh start anywhere. You know that about yourself, but what would it look like? And what are the comfortable Mm, energies that you would have if you stayed put, which actually were huge themes in the same moment that I mentioned about going back to school because that year, when I moved back to the US and went back to school, I was a freaking nomad. I was all over the place. I was like living in, in basically three different places the entire year. And I had these just, you know, downloads of, hey, you're really freaking good at doing this, but you know what? You want to put your toothbrush in the same freaking spot every day. That's what you're craving mm-hmm. right now. And it's just like yeah. a reminder of, you know, it would be nice to have a home that you come back to every time. It doesn't mean you can't have some of those South Node energies and you know, you know that you're able to do that and you can bring that into what you value. Maybe that'll depict, you know, decide where your home is or what your home setup is like and, and who you share that home with. But the thing that, you know, I was learning at that time was that a stable home, a permanent home was such a, um, you know, that brought me fulfillment. I feel like you're touching more on Cancer Capricorn themes, though. Just saying the word home so much is very much like a Cancer theme. But I think the second house can also relate to like your immediate environment and your resources, like your basic needs being met, which does include, you know, shelter, food. Yeah, know, no, it's it's totally your, an on income. That, yeah, it's it's totally on that Cancer Capricorn. But as to where I was noticing it in my life was like mm-hmm. nomadic versus um, foundational and a, mm-hmm. am I going to constantly change what I'm doing or am I going to, you know, make something longer lasting rather? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Something longer lasting. But then and you so have then the opposite. opposite. <laughs> if your South node is in Taurus. Yeah. And North node is in Scorpio. You're good on building reliability. You have done that. You have done the stable thing. Now it's the time to be nice and unstable. (laughs) Now is the time to lean into deep emotion, deep, like you're dealing with uh, healing, a lot of healing, leaning into your intuition where Taurus can be very um, even keeled and quite tempered, right? It's ruled by Venus. Scorpio is not that. Scorpio's keyword, like top keyword for Scorpio is intense. 
So leaning into intensity, um, whether that be, you know, depending on the house that it's in, intensity of finances, intensity of relationships, intensity of um, your home life, your emotions, right? So whatever house it's in is also going to give you a bigger picture. Yeah. So that would show up in that way of if your north node was in that eighth house and your south node was in the second house in that example too. And then moving on to the Gemini Sagittarius axis, which also corresponds to the third house and the ninth house, we have, if we were to think of the north node in Gemini versus that south node in Sagittarius, just because I have so much personal energy in Gemini and Sagittarius, I feel like it's it's sometimes hard, or I, I feel there's similarities so much because I have both mm-hmm. of those energies, but you know, Gemini is very much like neighborhood and Sagittarius is like international. And so Mm -hmm. if you have, you know, this Sagittarius South node, I would think of it being really, you know, comfortable for you and really um, maybe normal for you to be spreading your energy and your efforts and your physical (laughs) location all over. And like new cultures, different ideas, whereas mm-hmm. that Gemini North node would be asking you to almost hone it in a little bit more. You still have that mutable energy. You're still able to bounce around, but to kind of hone it in on your more, your closer environment in a more could be geographical, could be, you know, a little bit more zoomed in lens of whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're leaning into. And then that same kind of energy with that third house and ninth house, if, you know, you have your south node in that ninth house, it's very higher education and very philosophy. And that third Mm -hmm. house, which is elementary education and neighborhood and siblings, and it's those closer relationships and communities. And so it feels like more of a, a honing in and lasering in on that kind of tighter radius, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Gemini North Node is more about exploring exploring your local community and finding connection through local community and almost like interviewing people on the street who, who are seemingly, you know, normal or whatever and finding out fun information about them. Whereas the North Node in Sagittarius is like, maybe you're a travel writer, you know, maybe you or maybe you use your experience in a more worldly realm in order to achieve this sense of purpose. And then there's also, yeah, like you said, the education, maybe this North Node in Sagittarius is of finding, um, well, also unrelated, but um, optimism, like finding a sense of optimism, seeing a bigger picture as opposed to the Gemini, letting that mind constantly run on all of the little details. Maybe you're very good at noticing these little details and you need to focus on the bigger picture and your larger philosophies in life or vice versa. Maybe you're looking at big picture too much and there's a little bit of naivete with Sagittarius that you need to lean into the Gemini of having information, like having the facts as well. I really like that, um, that optimism that you brought in with that Sagittarius energy of if your North Node being in Gemini, maybe you're seeing the silver linings too much and it's blinding to some of the facts, like you said, and it Mm -hmm. is, you know, more important to look at the very Gemini air, you know, mind part of that as opposed to a passionate energy that is brought by Sagittarius. And then if your North node is in Sagittarius, instead of letting yourself, letting your mind run wild, it's like, wait, let's just add a little douse of optimism here and let's see where it takes us. Because, you know, Sagittarius is the the traveler too. So Mm -hmm. let's optimistically see where life takes us. It's the journey rather than the destination and that whereas gemini i feel like always has like little factual like okay i want to do this and this and this it has so many little things whereas that sagittarius is you know what let's see where it takes me and i'm gonna let kind of luck lead my way and see where it brings me yeah it's very much like being a student versus being a teacher And there's no like good or bad in either of those. You're either being extremely open and receptive to what the world is teaching you, or you are the one who is teaching people about what you've seen out in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on to Cancer and Capricorn axis or the fourth house, 10th house axis. Why don't you lead us off on this one? 
I mean, we, we mentioned a lot of this because right. I, I was talking about, you know, the Cancer Capricorn. But again, Cancer and Capricorn, these are the, you know, quote unquote, known as the, the mom and dad of the Zodiac. And the Cancer energy is focusing on the emotional side of things, the nurturing side of things. It is the, you know, making sure that your uh, emotional needs are met, whereas Capricorn is much more of the tangible needs being met it's the physical things it's the food and shelter and and capricorn mm -hmm. is all about goals and there is there's no time for emotions here because we've got things to do like i've got a deadline and so mm -hmm. then cancer is like i don't care if there's a deadline i'm not feeling good right now and so yeah. that that is kind of the energies that we're working with if you've got that north node in cancer it's probably really comfortable for you to be like doesn't matter i'm gonna i'm gonna chug along anyways and mm -hmm. i'm going to make sure that the thing gets done whereas it's a lesson of learning you know what what i'm feeling right now is really valid and really important and actually going to be more fulfilling if i make sure that my emotional needs are being met along the way and i know that i have this very goal oriented in structured way of doing things that's going to support me as I take care of those emotional needs. And then on the opposite side of things, like we mentioned a lot with my North node in Capricorn versus the South node in Cancer, there's a lot of that. It's very comfortable to be like, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it right now. And then the mm -hmm. Capricorn North node being like, whether or not you're feeling it right now, things need to get done because there's a deadline and you're going to feel much better once things are turned in and once you've achieved the thing. And so you can pull on that intuition. You can pull on that feeling of being like, all right, I don't feel like doing this thing, but maybe, maybe I'll do it from the couch. You know, maybe I'll just bring the laptop to the couch yeah. in order to get it done. Like you can use that comfort in order to achieve what you need to achieve. Yeah, it feels very much like this access more than any of the others is about being soft versus hard. And like yeah. if the North Node is in Cancer, you're focusing on a on a major softening through, throughout this lifetime. Whereas if your North Node is in Capricorn, you're focusing on a major hardening on, you know, having that outer shell. But you're similar to me in that you have placements, you know, you have personal placements and outer placements that are in the same sign as your North Node. So there's already a sense of natural like your natural energy is already aligned with Capricorn. You have a major stellium going on in that sign anyway. So the North yeah. node is very much supported in that. Um, you already have that skill, but that, yeah, cancer North node is much more about a softening of what needs to get done and of delegation and, um, you know, control and more about creating a safe space. And I think that's similar for, you know, I would relate that to my fourth house north node of creating a safe space for emotion, making sure that my home is a sacred space that I feel comfortable and safe and cozy in. Um, whereas, you know, north node in the 10th house would be very much, this is the person whose life purpose is related to their career right? Yes. Like we focus a lot on social standing, on your public persona, your reputation, how you present yourself to the public, um, which is the same as public persona. But this is the placement that very much your North Node, your sense of purpose is related to how you carry out your career. Yeah, which just makes so much sense that as I have my North Node in Capricorn, and I've had conversations with people, I remember having conversation with OG host Tara, like, you know, she was someone who expressed not needing their job to be basically, you know, the <laughs> thing that brings them fulfillment because, the, you know, she's okay with having that separation. This is my job and these are my creative passions and, you know, having that separation there. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> I, I have to love what I do. And that makes so much sense for that North Node in Capricorn career being so, you know, yeah. attached to life purpose. And also, you know, thinking about what you said about the home environment and making a sacred home environment, I do feel like that is a default for me. Even when I was studying abroad for like, you know, in, in like a dorm room, like in London, I like immediately, like it was the the coziest room of anybody's there. I'm like, well, I'm going to put some pictures up that I got at the market. I'm going to like, you know, make this nice and sear. Like I yeah. just immediately make my home environment a cozy and sacred home environment. But I love the idea of 
pulling that energy towards my north node and making my work environment into something that feels very cozy in the way of when I was an elementary school teacher, you bet my classroom was the best classroom, guys. Like <laughs> it had fairy lights, it had the most epic bookshelf, it had decoration, but it was the workspace. But that was me pulling on my south node into my, you know, work environment so that mm -hmm. it was a more pleasing work environment. <laughs> yeah. And I also mm -hmm. want to mention here, just because this is something that I personally have in my life, um, before we move on to Leo and Aquarius, is that if you are used to or interested in, you know, asking someone about um, looking at people in your life and looking at their chart in comparison to your chart, it's very interesting to see if anybody aligns with your nodes. Because mm -hmm. one example that I have is that my north node being 29 degrees Capricorn, my dad, his son is 29 degrees Capricorn. And for me, that when my dad and I are having conversations that are business related, that are my career related, when I look at how my dad is living his, you know, major like sun energy, and how that can inspire me towards my life purpose it's just very interesting to or if somebody has their son on your south note it could feel like you've always known them your entire life you know the, mm -hmm. so there's different um it's just something interesting that i totally recommend people look into to see if other people in your life if any of their placements align with your nodes because that can give you good insights of what to lean into or maybe just kind of be one of those things that clicks and makes sense of oh that's why i feel like i've always known them so if your birthday is around May 15th or November 15th, reach out to me because you're conjunct my notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Leo Aquarius axis. If your north node is in Leo, that means your south node is in Aquarius. You are focusing on your own personal individual sense of self-expression, whereas Aquarius is much more focused on larger community and networking with many others and you know, making sure that everybody, you know, it's a humanitarian, it's a focus on what the people want. Leo is much more, I am the people. So you're focusing on yourself <laughs> as a people. Same with fifth house and 11th house. If your North Node is in the fifth house, you're focusing on your sense of self-expression, your sense of creativity. There's a lot of inner child healing in this North Node and Leo journey as well. Letting your, your inner child be heard, be seen. And there's a there's definitely a discomfort in being seen, right? A sense of performativity. Um, whereas the opposite, if you have your North Node in Aquarius and your South Node in Leo, you're less focusing on your personal creativity and your own personal gains. And you're more focusing on how to better society, how to better the world around you, how to make sure that the people around you have better lives because of your presence in it. And also just leaning into that weirdness, right? But either one, you're really leaning into being unique and being authentically yourself. Leo is more about the authenticity and Aquarius is more about the unique side of things, like really leaning into what makes you different, what makes you stand out and what you yeah. believe in. Yeah, I have so many people in my life who have North Node and Aquarius because they're all like the year and a half or whatever, like before I was born. And so yeah. um, I have also, I've really seen that, you know, depending on what house it's in is showing, you know, that North Node and Aquarius showing what area in life that it's kind of okay for you to do things a little differently. Because, mm. you know, Leo, everybody's looking at you and you love it. And then Aquarius is kind of like, wait, but I'm not doing things the way that maybe they're quote unquote supposed to be done and everybody's used to looking at me. And so they're seeing that kind of unconventional way and that's actually a strength. And yeah. so I've just, I've definitely noticed that like maybe it is um, North node and Aquarius in the fourth house. And maybe your home life is unconventional. Your family, you know, is not the typical, whatever we used to consider a typical family, but maybe that brings you some sort of, um, you know, you're, you're not, you want things to be as they should be because you want to be in that spotlight for that. But it's kind of like that North node and Aquarius is realizing that, you know, you in your like true self, and when you are unique, that's what makes you special. And it's okay whether they're looking or not, because this is the way you are and it's true to you. Yeah. It's okay not to conform as long as it is exactly like it's as long as it's authentic to what you, what feels right for you. And yeah. maybe that journey is just discovering what feels right for you. 
And that with that North Node in Leo, having to get comfortable with the fact that people are looking because Aquarius <laughs> doesn't care that people are looking. Like yeah. Aquarius is like, I- Aquarius I, is a puppet master. It's behind the scenes, but it's controlling the situation. But Leo wants to be the puppet. It wants to be seen. Yeah. And so Although that- it doesn't it, want to be controlled either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, to me, it's more of, I am very, you know- I, I do things a totally different way and that totally works for me. But now it's leaning into this, okay, people are watching me. I I need to bring all of that good that I do naturally around, you know, for the people around me, for the world around me. And now I need to actually be in the spotlight with it because all of these natural qualities that I have with this Aquarius humanitarian connectedness energy, now they need to look at me to be the one to highlight these type of things. Yeah. And lastly, we've got the Virgo Pisces axis. I know a lot of people with the Virgo Pisces axis, and I actually know a lot of people who are recovering addicts in some, um, in some modality with the Virgo Pisces axis. And I think it's so fascinating to see this North node in Virgo of, um, you know, finding a routine that works for you, finding steps, finding a plan that helps your health, both mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And I, I bring up um, addiction because Pisces rules addiction um, and Virgo rules literally. I mean, how Virgo is a 12 step plan if you're in like conventional AA, <laughs> yeah. it's like so perfectly aligned. But anyway, regardless of that experience, a North Node in Virgo is very focused on having a routine on your physical health, on making sure that you have steps in place to prevent future issues. Whereas a North Node in Pisces is more about surrender of control, release of control, and leaning into a collective, more spiritual energy and finding your own spiritual beliefs and a connection to, you know, consciousness, as it were. Yeah. And so this is also dealing with the sixth house, which is associated with Virgo mm -hmm. and the 12th house, which is associated with Pisces. And both that like 12th house and Pisces energy, I also see as escapism. And mm -hmm. I think that that could be something that's really comfortable. You know, I'm thinking because this is like what my dad, my dad is North Node in Virgo south mm -hmm. node in pisces and i'm just thinking like he's like a deadhead who loves going to all the grateful dead concerts and just being at one with the music and everything mm -hmm. but then i totally see him stepping into that north node when you know there was like this hole that got like knocked into the wall behind a painting and he literally could not just put the painting over it he was like nope we have to redrywall the wall like he and that was kind yeah. of that you know uh like oh we'll just hide it but no no no, no. i really need to cover it but uh, the whole escapism thing that i wanted to say is that i could see that being a comfortable it made me think of just like bopping along to grateful dead music not that there's anything wrong with that but that is you know for many people like a um i'm tapping out from the real world and i'm mm -hmm. and pisces is also connecting to the world around them especially in that emotional and like cosmic like energetically way, very energetically and so just that you know i am just flowing with everything and then virgo is you know a virgo north node is asking you to like be present in the tangible physical world and and it's also being in service and you know pisces is so connected and caring and very you know i mean i just think of them as just immediately someone that knows what's wrong but then the the virgo north node is asking to then you know have, basically it feels like have your shit together and do something about it then you know like have yeah. a plan in place so that you can There's actually be of setting. service exactly yeah. and then on the other side of things is like if you've got that you know sixth house or virgo south node it's like you are a master of having that plan of having everything organized and in place and what's actually going to serve you is to surrender and let yourself feel a little bit more so that you know when you need to or so that you don't actually aren't obligated to be in that tangible service anymore and to tap into those emotional yeah. and yeah maybe even to let yourself escape a little bit mm -hmm. yeah and let yourself daydream like stop yeah. focusing so much on like very physical tangible success and instead lean into what well, lean into your soul more lean into the soul's journey 
Yeah, because Virgo is very, um, the like mundane everyday tasks that are very important for our everyday, but then it's very practical. And so leaning Yeah. into that North Node energy of, you know what, it's actually amazing to let your mind go into these fantastical moments because th that's where inspiration can come from. Yeah, it's like very much if your south node's in Virgo, you have you have perfected a routine. You can tap into that. You know how to take care of yourself on a daily level. Now it's time to take care of yourself on a much larger scale in a soul level. Yeah. Oof. This this is great. I'm loving this. It's our long-awaited node refresh. I hope that's been helpful for you guys. I hope you've gotten a lot of good information from that and that, you know, you know your nodes a little bit better now. Let us know where your nodes are and what what you feel very purposeful doing. Yeah, what has aligned? Maybe something really hit with, you know, your south node house Mm hmm or south node sign. And then it's like, oh, wow, that's why I'm naturally, you know, always finding myself in this place or position. And yeah, it does make sense that it's pushing me towards my north node. And, and yes, like Mimi mentioned, anybody who has that Aries Libra north node, south node axis, if you're listening to this, when it comes out, that's happening right now. And so I feel like I talked to one of my cousins who's having that and she was like, oh my God, it makes so much sense. I was feeling all of these things. And it's like, you know, it's kind of like a, not necessarily a relief, but like a, okay, I knew something was going on. I knew that I was being activated in some way. So yeah, let us know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Sarah, why did we talk about the nodes today? Because the stars made us do it.